Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life this is hard. Is the real deal tonight. But it could be worse. The Life is Hard podcast. Yay! Yeah, so, waiting all week. So to talk about coronavirus. I okay. know, I know, but look, we we hit okay, we actually we're recording, just so people know, we're recording 48 hours and 30 minutes behind schedule. <laughs> but we had to wait. And the reason we had to wait is because we just hit one worldwide, one million confirmed cases. This is like celebratory, like million, that's it. Oh, and Ooh, by the way, do you got a button for that? Oh, I don't think I do. God, wait, wait, wait. No, that's not it. There. There Million, a million, a million, and, and here's the best part. Here's the best part. We have, the United States has a commanding lead. Our, we have 243,000, a little more than that, and our next competitor, our next up competitor is at 115,000 that's Italy you know they canceled the Olympics right so we might might as well this let is it, let the, this be the the uh, Olympics the, hey this has gone viral man so yeah so so yeah we're 243 Italy's the yeah, next one the and they're at 115 we got more than double we are gonna I don't see how we can lose at this point I think we are gonna pull ahead we're gonna kick some ass <laughs> Now, on a sad note, <laughs> that's not sad. <laughs> we have the most confirmed coronavirus cases, but that's not sad. But now on a sad note. Well, I mean, just to kind of put this in perspective, South Korea and the United States got their first cases at about the same time. South Korea right now has 9,000, we'll just say 10,000. Okay. And we're at 215,000. We have a lot more people than they do. But they've done more testing than we have. I mean, in theory, we're probably, it's probably even more disparate than that. And they don't have, we do not have that many more people than South Korea has, actually. I mean, we only have 330 million people in this country. It's not that populated of a country. And South Korea has anywhere near that? You know, I'd have to look it up, but I know they've got a lot of people. I don't know that they have 300, they probably don't have more than 100 million. But, okay, so, so I have they some have funny 51. notes. 51.47 million. So we have seven times almost what they have. They have how much? It says 51.47 oh, million. Right, okay, yeah. But so our population is like seven times what South Korea I hate is. to tell you this, but if you multiply 10,000 times seven... You only 70, get 000. to 70,000. We are at 243 plus thousand. So we're really kicking butt. We are kicking ass. I'm telling you. And and we have not done the comprehensive testing that South Korea has done. So we could have twice as many as we have right now. And by, you know, if you're doing apples to apples comparisons, we could have like 500,000 cases compared to North, South Korea's 10,000. I mean, we are leaving them in the motherfucking dust. So, look, you're a science guy, right? I'll try. Um, so the whole point of the social distancing, right, was to not overwhelm the healthcare system, right? But they have a curve that says, you know, like 
if this many people get infected at once or whatever, it, it rises high and it falls off quicker. Right. Whereas if we yeah. practice social distancing in theory and slow the spread, the, the curve takes longer. It doesn't get as high and then it falls off, but it takes a lot further into the future. So are we messing this up, but it's going to be over quicker? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that curve is for us. Like that's, we, we, we screwed up in that we didn't get started earlier in preparing our hospitals because our big problem right now, and the reason we have to flatten this curve, our life or our lives depend on flattening this curve. If we keep the curve fairly flat, we do everything we can do. There well, it's not flat, right? It's not even close to flat. Well, no, no, it's not flat. It's, I mean, it's spiking up really bad. But the point is the hospitals are basically over, you know, going to be overwhelmed. And the more cases we have in the short term, the more people will die. That's, that's that simple. My, my point of that is it seems like even though we are social distancing now, it does not seem to be working. And they're talking about like, oh, we're going to be social distancing through April 30th. And I think they're crazy. I think we're going to be social distancing through, through June. the rest of the year. Yeah, at least through June. Okay, so... I think it'll last way longer than that. At the rate it's going, it feels like it. I'm just going to say that I think we started really late. And that's one of the reasons why I brought up the South Korean comparison. Because they, when they had a case, they ramped up and they took it very seriously. We had some people in this country who are in high places, and I will not name names, but people who are in important positions denying that it was going to be a problem and basically not encouraging testing because they didn't want to know that there was potentially a problem. So we've talked about a lot of stuff on this podcast. When we first talked about this, I put it in the same category as like necrotizing fasciitis or what was the one where they the guy was in the hospital and you said uh, it's he a fungus died and then they went and sprayed it down and then it didn't go away something candida oris oris yeah, candida candida oris yeah. candida oris that's it uh, yeah um so i mean i just kind of lumped it in with them and like oh hey you know that's kind of our jam right there you know is talking about these obscure kind of things obscure, that, yeah. that touch a couple of people that we never see, you know, or hear about, uh, you know, that the public wouldn't hear about if not for you bringing them up because, you know, you're interested in that stuff. But, uh, but wow. this spreads like wildfire, <laughs> yeah, but boy, this one turned uh, crazy quickly. I actually think I may have it. I mean, I've been coughing more than usual and, uh, it could be, it could just be the pollen in the air, but I could also have a mild case you know, they said 25% of the people that get it will barely know they have it. So I could be in that group, but I will never know or I won't know anytime soon because we don't have tests available for people like me who are just curious. Right. You're, you're just Corona curious. We do have some good news. Um, and it's not a confirmed thing, but from the science side, uh, they're saying based on the type of virus this is, based on similar viruses, and based on its mutation rate, um, there's a decent chance that if you do get this and get over it, that you will have an immunity that will last more than a year, possibly two or maybe even three years. 
which is really good news because if we could get herd immunity, like all the people that get it are immune, can't get it again for a while, and the vaccine, let's say, comes out. I mean, they're saying right now that it's optimistic to think we'll get a vaccine in under 18 months. But if we get a vaccine in, say, 18 months to two years, and most of the people that have it are still, are still immune to it, so once the vaccine comes out, you know, everyone hasn't had it, or, and, and people who have had it, I guess, would get the vaccine. So this could be, because it's going to be, this, this virus is going to be with us forever. I mean, people need to understand, this is going to be like the flu. It's not going away. The, this hopefully will be the, you know, the worst we will see of it. Um, but it's not going away. It's not, it's going to, there's going to be waves of this thing, just like the flu comes and goes, you know, seasonally. Um, we're going we're gonna to have a social distancing season every year. I'm hoping that we but, have all a, right, we're going to take a giant siesta from March to June. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that we have an effective vaccine so that it's going to more, it's not so yeah, much going to yeah. be social distancing. It's going to be, you must get vaccinated. Right. And if you're not vaccinated, you cannot go visit anybody at the hospital. You can't do this. You can't do that. I mean, they're not going to demand. They're going to require people to get a vaccination. But I'm sure there's going to be some situations where if you're not vaccinated, you just simply won't be able to go there. Right. Like movies. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Although if, if, if you have herd immunity, if most people get the vaccination, then it will never be the issue that it is right now. Right, kind of the same way they eradicated polio or whatever. Exactly, else. exactly. We just have to get enough people to be immune to it. And I'm really, I'm, I'm hoping that the that once you catch it, you won't be able to catch it again for a good deal of time. That would be really nice. The problem with viruses is that they mutate. That's why the flu is so hard to stop because the flu mutates fairly rapidly. You may get the flu, and you uh, you have antibodies for the flu once you get over it. But next year, it has evolved enough that your body doesn't recognize it, and you go through the whole freaking thing again. Damn evolution. I know, I know. It's especially in things that, that uh, reproduce that rapidly. Fucking Darwin. God damn it. So have you been getting email from, like, everybody you know about their coronavirus plans? <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about that yet. No, I, no, I, no. I feel so special because all the CEOs are reaching out to me. Yeah. Whether whether it's auction.com or you know I I got Facebook or any of the you know the CEO a special message from the CEO. Here's what we're doing. And like, and I got really? a te- I got a text message from the water company today saying they wouldn't turn my water off. Then immediately I got a phone call from them saying they wouldn't turn my water off. And within 30 seconds of that, I got an email from them with the exact same message. I'm like, are you really making sure I get the message here? Right. Jesus. They want you to know, hey, you've got water. I'm, I'm, you know what, you know what I'm going to do? You've got water. Just to spite them fuckers. Hey, you've got one. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, to, just to let them know how much I appreciate their motherfucking messages about not turning my water off if I don't pay the bill. When I get this month's bill, I'm going to multiply it times three, and that's what I'm going to pay them. What? Yeah, so I don't have to get a bill for three months. Oh. <laughs> I would have gone, the, I would have taken that the opposite direction. I would have said, just to show you how much I appreciate it, I'm going to take you up on that offer. Not <laughs> yeah, right. Just don't bother to pay them. I mean, in theory... If my water bill was very much money, I might care. My water bill is like $16 a month. So, right. 
But if it was like $50 a month, I might keep the money. I'd be like, fuck, they're not going to turn anything off. They're not going to have any, there's no penalties. There's nothing. But yeah, back to the, the messaging thing. I have gotten emails from vendors I forgot I ever did business with. Yeah, I mean, they're crawling out of the woodwork. It's like, and and the ridiculous thing is to me, like, do I really need to hear from the, first of all, do I need to know what you're doing at all, right? Like, everybody's quarantined. Yeah. You know, I don't need to know how your business is handling that. You just exactly. Handle it however you want. Secondly, does it have to come from the CEO? Really? <laughs> yeah, like, you, you is get, like the <laughs> vice president of operations or like, Hey, I'm head of security or, or chief health consultant. Yeah. Something. No, no, no. Cause but the CEO is the only the one top dog, you know, the, the fig cheese. The CEO is the only one coming into the office anymore. <laughs> Not ours. The company I work for the CEO, we just had a, uh, an all hands meeting or whatever. And the CEO is working from home just like everybody else. My big fear here is that I could die before I have the opportunity to get in a fight with an elderly woman over toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you haven't lived until you've gotten into a fist fight with some old lady over a roll of toilet or a package of toilet paper. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, Oh, you, uh, yeah, I don't know if you've seen it yet. Have you seen Tiger King? I have not, but I've seen many references to it and stories. And I saw an interview with the guy who's now in jail uh, on Stephen Colbert. Well, that guy apparently now has the coronavirus and is quarantined in jail. Somehow he got it in jail. Every, everybody's getting it in the jail. jail. Jails are, are, are a breeding ground. You can't do social distancing in jail. How do you how do you get it? Well, it's everywhere. I mean, it's, they're already quarantined. I wasn't kidding when I said I think I might have it. I work at home. I go to the grocery store once a week. That's the only people I come in contact with, and I feel like I may have it. I mean, I think this thing is way more pervasive than we even know. Hold on, let me get a deck of cards. I'll tell you if you have it. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, so, uh, so, so I've got, I've got lots of, you know, funny anecdotes about this whole thing because I mean, we have to have a little bit of fun with this. It's a little ridiculous. Oh, Jack of Diamonds, you've got it. So the women's, thanks, <laughs> the women's ministry in Malaysia uh, is, uh, was giving advice to wives on how to, uh, to behave during the lockdown. They told them to wear makeup, dress neatly, and not to nag their husbands. <laughs> it's, it's very important you don't nag your husband during the pandemic. He's he's out there trying to not touch things. And here's my last beef about the this whole virus thing is that Hollywood is withholding block must blockbuster movies because they know that if they release them to theaters right now, nobody would be able to go see them. Right. So instead of putting them out for us to watch, you know, they could stream them or something, right? They're holding them back. Wonder Woman 1984 is a movie that I have been waiting to see most of my adult life. And they're not <laughs> going to release this motherfucker. And now you have the time. 
Exactly. Not really. I mean, yeah, you I work actually, from home I'm, anyway. I, I mean, so. if anybody's concerned at all about me, which I know you're not, palm sign date Doug, my life really hasn't it's, changed it's that a, much. I work at a, home. It's a hashtag, Doug. Oh, hashtag. Sorry. Show, there you go. Showing your age there. Ah, pound salt, would you? Up, oh, wrong one. So, <clears throat> no. <laughs> Seriously, though, like, I work at home anyway, right? I don't get a break. Everybody else is sitting around watching Netflix. I'm working. I mean, you are too, so. Yeah. Know. We're lucky, though. I'm much happier that I'm working. And, uh, yeah, yeah, qu- yeah. Quite honestly, I don't see what all the hubbub is about. Like, social distancing is awesome. It, it is, but we should still be able to watch Wonder Woman. God damn it. Yeah, well, the only thing that sucks for me is you can't go out to eat anymore. But uh, I'm hoping the social distancing catches on and we all start going like, you know what? We should be staying inside and away from each other most of the time and only go out, you know, and intermingle on occasion for necessary reasons. You are so predictable, Rob. I know. I know. So, okay, before I get off on another tangent, I want one more funny thing about this whole deal. Um, wait, no, I think that was it. That was the fun, last funny thing. No, oh, so, so. You had me all built up. I know. No, well, this is a funny thing, too. That there's apparently somebody has, has done some research into what happens to people when they have to use Zoom. To communicate with their friends. Okay. So they said there's eight types of people um, on Zoom. And uh, it was actually pretty funny. I should probably pull up the article because I won't won't remember what they all are. But but I I use Zoom at work and for class. And Vance actually had a Zoom meeting with his teachers and classmates. Uh, Was it today or yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Well, then I'm so, afraid you need the more serious discussion we'll, about Zoom. We'll figure out which type of person I am. Zoom, okay, well, don't don't let me forget to remind you that Zoom installs some Trojan horse software and stuff on your computer, and it's sort of spying on you. So it's, Zoom is not a good choice as far as security goes. But anyway, so I don't have a choice, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so you have the un, and I'm I'm taking this from a uh, article on the Ringer, by the way. So I just want to give them credit where credit is due. One of them they call the unmuted multitasker, and I think this is the funniest one of them all. This is the guy who's on the broadcast, um, is you know part of the meeting, right? And it's maybe for business or for pleasure. So they they happen both ways, but they're doing something while they're in the teleconference sure you know they're maybe cooking or or doing something and so they'll like be running the blender (laughs) yeah i was gonna say the the assholes are watching tv (laughs) there's a tv in the background yeah so they've got stuff going on that's noisy and they don't mute themselves Mm -hmm. and everyone else is trying to talk and they can't talk over them so yeah they have the Mm -hmm. the unmuted multitasker and then they've got the the microphone misunderstander uh, which is apparently someone who thinks that because you're talking to somebody a long ways away, you have to talk loud enough for them to hear you <laughs> a long ways away. Hi, I'm welcome to the meeting. <laughs> exactly. I'm glad you all could join us. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I, the guy's examples are funny. You know, it's, <clears throat> it's funny. I never thought I would get into this baking. It's so soothing. 
Yeah, anyway, so yeah. <laughs> and then <clears throat> he's got this other one. I'm not sure this one's quite as funny, but it's called the Manicured Tableau. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, Tableau. Um, and that's the person who whose background is perfect in the video. They're they're neatly dressed, they're immaculate, everything about their life just appears to be spotless and clean and you know, like they basically arranged everything for the video conference. Right. And and we don't really know if that's how their life really is or, you know, their hair is perfect, everything's perfect, they've got makeup on, you know, just um or if that's just what they did because they're they're uh, you know, in the thing. Of course, you only see them from the waist up, so they could not they might not even be wearing pants for all, you know. It's it's funny that you bring that one up because my room that I work out of is a disaster, right? Like I've got way too much stuff for the space that I have. So there's stuff all over the floor. There's a carpet that I can't put down because there's stuff all over the floor that's rolled up leaning against the wall. There's like some foam on the other side and it's just trash looking and it's embarrassing really on. So, but one of the nice things about zoom is that they have backgrounds and without even a green screen, it'll it'll key you and put, you know, so today for class, right. I realized when I turned my camera on that you could see all the junk behind me. And I was like, this isn't good. So I Googled, a picture of a nice office. <laughs> Seriously, I did this and I downloaded it and made that my zoom background. So well, now we like know, got now, like this now we know which one you are thing. because you are officially the background world traveler. <laughs> according to, according to the ringer. Um, yeah. So the background world traveler is the one who puts in backgrounds from all over the place and, uh, and, and makes it look like they're, even though the, by the way, the effect isn't that good. So you still kind of into some weird, you know, yeah, it's, it's a lot obvious, but yeah, I'd still rather you see a background than what's really behind me. So the only other one that I think was kind of funny was the crosstalk screamer. And that's, because basically they, they they make they draw the analogy of like if you're with ten of your friends at a bar and you're all talking, you can sort of have a conversation on the side with somebody. Mm-hmm. And they try to do that in the in the video teleconference, and it, it doesn't work because everyone else is trying to talk and they're like trying to talk to somebody, you know, have a side right, conversation. privately a side conversation. <clears throat> yeah, it just doesn't work, right? You just can't do it. So uh, yeah, there's that person and. I mean, they've got a couple other ones. The last one is just sort of a little funny thing that says the dog's co-star. Basically, they're like, your dog comes into the video, you know, and does something cute. And they're like, nobody wants to see you. You're really apologizing for the dog. And like, no, really, leave the dog on the screen because it's at least more interesting than, you know, we are. But, yeah. So. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, Zoom is fun. Well, okay, so now back to that. Because uh, Zoom apparently installs a... a hidden web browser or web server rather on your computer in order as part of its install. And when you uninstall it, it leaves that behind. You're scaring me now. Dang it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a problem child and I'm sure there's a way to remove it, but I would suggest if you, you know, when you're done with zoom, if that ever happens, that you go research whatever bits of stuff you need to remove from your computer for it to be secure. Um, Someone's already figured out a way to hack into it. So if you're using Zoom, you're essentially opening yourself up potentially to to some kind of hacks. Now, I do want to add, I'm not absolutely sure if that 
hack can come through a NAT firewall. And most people have NAT firewalls. If you're the person who has your computer plugged directly into the modem, and by modem, I don't mean router, I don't mean wireless router, I mean the modem direct. I suggest you well, not modem and the router are the same box anymore, aren't they? They can be, but if you have a router, that router has to serve what's called a network and address translation function because you have more than one computer using that one wire, that one network connection. So right. if, as far as the world is concerned, you have one IP address, and one IP address means one machine, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way the NAT, the reason it's called a NAT box is it stands for Network Address Translation, which means that you've got internal addresses. All the addresses within the network within your uh, that are hooked up to your router, your wireless clients and your wired clients, all get local addresses. And, right. and as they go through that NAT router, it translates, it, s- it sends out a request, you know, on the one address that you have. And then when the response comes back, it maps it back into the machine that sent the request. So, okay. so what that does, by just by the nature of how it functions, is it makes it pretty much impossible for somebody from the outside to send a request directly to one of your computers on the inside. Because if it hasn't sent a request from the inside to get whatever's coming in, then it has no idea which computer it should route it to. Unless, by the way, you set up what's called a DMZ host. If you set up a DMZ host, then everything that comes in from the outside that it doesn't know what to do with, it sends to the DMZ host. And the reason you do that is because you may want to actually have a server inside your network that people on the outside can get to. But that would be a huge security problem. You should never do that unless you know exactly what you're doing and you have super good security on your DMZ host. But the point is sort of by default, stuff coming in unsolicited from the outside. So let's say somebody's just coming in, they want to hack your one of your computers. It just the, your router just doesn't know what to do with it. It's like, I didn't ask for this. I don't know who to send it to. So right. out it goes. Um, so yeah, if you're not plugged directly into a modem, and by modem I mean something that's not a router, has one one jack for the cable port or the or the DSL port, which is where your service provider hooks up, and one Ethernet jack for your computer, that allows everything to go through because that's all it is is a pipe. It just translates between the the uh, physical network of your service provider, which could be DSL or cable or whatever, and your Ethernet. That's all it does is translate everything that comes in, goes to the computer, everything that comes out of the computer, goes out the, the pipe. So are you saying you're safer on Wi-Fi than being hardwired? Uh, no. No, I'm saying that you're safer with a router. The, it may be a Wi-Fi router, it may not be a Wi-Fi router, but router versus just a modem. You may have a modem that's that's combined with a router. Yeah, like, I mean, most of the service providers I've had, which have been all over the place, CenturyLink, I've had uh, Charter, I've had AT&T, um, I know there's a couple others, but usually, I think Time Warner, that was one of them. Um, if you get just like the standard equipment, from the service provider, it's a modem slash router. It's like one box. That's yeah, I always it. buy my own, though. 
So I, I've got my own modem. Yeah, but you uh, know what you're doing. I'm well, it's true. If it's you're true. talking to the general public, somebody who's dumb like me and just takes whatever they give you, we're good, right? Because that's a modem slash router. If it has more than one connection and or wireless service for your computers, if you can hook up more than one computer, then it has to do network address translation. Got it. Even if they're both hardwired. Yeah. If there's yeah. more than one jack, if you got four jacks, usually there are four yep. jacks. Yep. That's yeah. exactly what I got. Yeah. No, Stop you're good. scaring me. Now, I'm not saying that's so going to... Pre- I can use Zoom and not worry about it. Well, it's not going to protect you from everything, but it should. And, and like I said, I'm not actually sure about this attack and whether or not that would protect you, but I, it should protect you. It should, because because just because you have a network, uh, you know, you could open a... Um, a uh, internal use only web server on your internal network and hook it up to your router. And if you don't have, if you don't set up your network address translation box to pipe those requests into that server, then it's not going to know what to do with them. So nobody can touch your, your web server. So yeah, it should, you should be protected. Now there's some other things about zoom that you may not care as much about, um, but they're also sharing information with Facebook. They are owned by a uh, communist guy from China, um, and so they're probably sharing information with Chinese. They're collecting a fair amount of information. I mean, it's a free service, and that's how free services work. They collect information about you, you know, and they sell it. That's just right. the nature of the business. If you want to, if you want to use YouTube, Google. You know, uh, Zoom, Facebook, any of these services that are free, free, you're going to pay for it by selling them your data or giving them your data. So it's not that unusual, although if you if I would recommend that anybody who is the least bit concerned do a Google search. Ah, There you go. um, (laughs) Of of Zoom and security, because there's a lot of Zoom is probably worse than a lot of the tools I've seen. But Zoom is also one of the easiest to use video conferencing tools. Um, and except for the time limitation, you can have a lot of people in your video conference and it works pretty well. So I don't want to diss Zoom too badly. I just want to warn people that when you're using it, you should probably be aware of what, you know, what little things that come with it that may not be, may not be obvious. And so this has been the computer science segment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In our normal science segment. But it seems like all we talk about is science anymore because damn coronavirus. I know, I know. And I had a little anecdotal science bit that I thought was interesting, but it turned out to be really boring, I think. It, it just has to do with stains. You know, if you look at a coffee stain. Is this the one you tested prior to the podcast? But right, and it, it sucks. Okay, yeah. so so a little background on this is this is something that we're not going to talk about. No, we're not going to talk about this, cut. and we're and we're actually out of time. So it's it's good well, that no, we're not going to talk. No, about but wait, no, now I'm curious. Now you got to tell me what we're not going to talk about. We're not going to talk about whiskey webs. Okay, so oh, in a, okay. in a nutshell, in a nutshell, okay, there's this effect that when you if you have a spill and you have a little spill on your table, they call it the coffee stain effect, and and I hadn't really noticed anything weird about coffee stains until they brought it up and they have pictures of coffee stains. I'm like, oh, yeah, that is interesting. So when you have a coffee stain, uh, if you look at it, if you let it dry, like you spill some coffee and you let it dry, um, 
there will be a dark edge around the stain. So the inside of the stain won't be as dark as the outside edges. There'll be this like dark outline of the stain. Okay. And I never really given that much thought. I would have just looked at that and said, oh, that's how it dried. But no, it there's stops itself from spreading. Well, it sucks the as it, as it dries, it dries from the outside in. The outside edges dry faster. So while they're drying, they literally uh, suck the, the 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 solid particles that make the dark color out to the edges of the stain. And this happens also when you very carefully dry a drop of whiskey. They've got some. Like you have to mix it with a certain amount of water. You have to make it a certain percentage of alcohol and all this. But but anyway, you take this drop of whiskey and you dry it, and it creates a little web that is I that can identify the kind of whiskey, like where the whiskey was made and what brand it is, because every different kind of whiskey, depending on the exact formulation and how it's cured and all that, makes a different web. So they have a bunch of pictures of these little whiskey webs, and they're like, yeah, so if you look at this one, this so is hold how. on, you're so, telling me whiskey has fingerprints? Yeah, essentially. Is yeah. there a database? Somewhere? Not yet. Not yet. This is current. This is cutting edge research here. <laughs> but but what also threw me was that this effect affects a lot of things, and they and you know you wouldn't even I'd never even thought of this effect, but it turns out that like your inkjet printer has to have a special formulation in the ink in order for it to dry in a nice even way because otherwise this effect would cause the color to bleed to the edges of the drops and you get weird patterns. So they've actually worked out, you know, things that they can add to the ink, you know, including like fibers and solvents and whatever in order to, 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 to basically minimize this effect so that the drop dries evenly and you get even color. A little so th- bit of formaldehyde. Yeah, I don't some, know. but Some coronavirus. Well, yeah, maybe. But, but anyway, the point is that there's a lot of chemistry involved in things that you, I didn't even know about. Like, I'm like, I didn't know. How was I supposed to know? But apparently these whiskey things make webs. Coffee stains make weird patterns. The whole fucking world is just wilder than we ever thought it was. (laughs) Oh, but your friend deemed that not enough interest to put on the podcast. Well, I probably didn't use that much enthusiasm in describing the the problem. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing we didn't talk about it. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard. But it could be worse. Life is hard.